All right, so let's learn a few minutes of uh, Again, first of all, Shkayach to Anonymous for sponsoring the breakfast today and the learning. Shbizaycha to all Shefa Bracha Natslacha that comes with this uh, kashas to, uh, to the Yishbiz, to the Tzaddik, and uh, the Tzaddik and Naimu Melech, and helping you to learn and eat. It's a good, it's a good Indian. Okay, so um, th- there's really, th- there's two pieces of the page that you have in front of you. There's two pieces um, on the, uh, the part, the, the, the one that's on the left side, the left column, it starts with and then the piece underneath it, Hu Aaron and Moshe. They're both short pieces, um, and they're both, I, I think the theme of each piece is similar. Basically, the idea that the, the Rebbe Melch is dealing with in these two pieces is this concept, if you think about it, of like Moshe and Aaron actually talking to Parai. Like in, in Chumash, we read it, okay, Moshe and Aaron, they have a conversation with Parai, we understand, obviously, Moshe and Aaron said Yikim, and Parai is not a Tzaddik. But, the Rimelch is, is really bothered by this. There could, there could even be such an interaction. Like, conceptually, they're mamish opposites, polar opposites. How could it even be such a thing that Aaron and Moshe should uh, have a conversation with the Parai, such a thing, and to convince him, back and forth, the whole thing. So, again, the Rimelch, in his way, says, and we'll see, that he never really talked to Parai. He was never really talking to Parai. Take a look at, um, at the first piece. Um, you know, let's do the second piece first. Okay, let's do the second piece first. Who Aaron and Moshe? You see, who Aaron and Moshe? It's the bottom, bottom uh, paragraph on the sort of the, the right side of the page. So, who Aaron and Moshe? Asher Omer Hashem lehmetzius bnei Yisrael. Right. So it says in, in the parsha it goes to the yichus of who Aaron and Moshe were, the sons of Amram, Kahas, Levi, and so on. And then it says at the end, oh, these, this is Aaron and Moshe. That uh, these are the same people that Hashem said to them to take Kol Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Heim hamedabrim el melech. They are the ones that are speaking to Parai, to, to the king of Egypt. Who Moshin Aaron? It's it's Moshin Aaron. So the, the question that Rashi already deals with is the redundancy of it. It says these are this is Aaron and Moshe, the ones that Hashem told them to take them out of Mitzrayim to speak to Parai. That's Moshin Aaron. Do you have to say it again? That's Moshin Aaron. So he says like this. So you could you, you could explain the pasuk in the following way. That really the pasuk itself is being bothered with this question. Shakas of Matmiya, the Pasik is asking, Hey Khevsha Sha'arna Mysha, Shapiasham Dibraimon. How's it talk possible that Mysha and Aaron, the ones that Hashem is speaking to, Hechia Efsha, how is it possible, Shahimi Dabral, Parai, Oral, Tame, that they should be such a thing in Matsyas that, that a Mysha and Aaron should be able to talk to a Parai? That they should be able to be in the same room together, in the same country together. The whole thing is a, is a, and the Pasik itself is asking this. When it says, Who are in Mysha? These are the two brothers that Hashem told them to take all Yisrael out of Mitzrayim and to speak to Pilate, was like, how's it? And, and in between the, the words, it's sort of like, and how is that possible? <laughs> the answer is, who Moshe Aaron? What's the answer? So the answer the Pasuk gives is, who Moshe Aaron? That's Moshe Aaron. What does that mean? Kloimer. The answer is, they never spoke to Pilate. They were speaking to each other. They were speaking to each other. Parai happened to overhear. That's what that's the Himalch says. Kalimar. Shame all you devukim shnem yacha. They were connected to each other. Kalimar, like the Pasik says, that Aaron will be your mouthpiece. In other words, on a simple level, the meaning of that is, is that you'll, Moshe will say, and Aaron will transmit the message in a more, more articulate way or whatever, because Moshe had a hard time speaking. But the deeper meaning of the Pasik is, that when you speak, Moshe, the only one you're talking to, the only one that's listening to you is Aaron. And Aaron's just going to repeat back to you what you said and in a more eloquent way, and Paris is going to hear it. Paris is going to be there. The speech, the conversation was between Moshe and Aaron. Not the Paris. Memela, Memela, Paris heard. 
Mamela Pari heard. It's an unbelievable Indian, such an idea. Now, if you take a look at the, the piece before this, this is uh, along the same lines that really the tzaddik is not speaking to Pari, he's speaking to himself. Mamela Pari hears. In the piece before this, Mamela also says a similar idea in a little bit of a different way, but you'll see. It says in Pasuk, Vaidabra Hashem al Meshav Aaron. Says again, even b- before that, Hashem spoke to Moshe and Aaron, Vayitzavim el Bnei Yisrael, and commanded them to go relay the message of redemption to Kali Yisrael. Fell para Melch Mitzrayim and to para. Says the pasuk. L'fib shutai ain't a moving perushes. It says in Melch on a simple level, the pasuk is difficult to understand. Rashi's al pirush betov tam, and Rashi already is bothered and gives his interpretation. The issue is, it doesn't say what the command was. It just says they to command Kali Yisrael and to command para. What? It's not clear. Like the pasuk just ends there. So, something missing. So Rashi explains it in his way. But according to the theme that we're talking about, how there is no real interaction between a Moshe and a Pare. It, it might look like it, but there's no interaction between Moshe and Pare in truth. So Yeshua Farish, you can explain it the following way. When people come to a Tzadik, because of some need that they have, so he says, Let's say back in those days, it was a prevalent issue. The parts is uh, making trouble for this uh, farmer, whatever. Uh, the guy that owns the Kretschmer, the, the parts is making trouble. So he goes to the tzaddik and says, you know, Rebbe, if you could help me, you know, deal with the, the parts, the mayor, whatever it is, the government's on my back. So, So what does the tzaddik say? So again, this is what the name Melch, I guess, is what he used to say. So he would say, "Hashultan Yemali Mishali Secha, Tuliyabayfenacha." He said, "The the, the parts should uh, do X Y Z. The parts should get off your back. The parts should do what you want. Whatever." That's what the tzaddik says. And by 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 the tzaddik talking to this particular yid about the parts, the example. So it says the Melch, the part the, the tzaddik is commanding the parts to do something. Tzaddik geyser. Even Hakadosh Baruch Hu Makayim, Allah has come v'kamba parts. So the tzaddik won't speak to the parts. He doesn't want to speak to the parts. This is different, uh, different parts of the universe. They're not talking to each other. But the tzaddik will speak to the parts through another yid, through another yid. V'zel, that's the meaning of this pasuk. Vayitzavim el bnei Yisrael ve'el pare melch mitzrayim. That the Rebbeinu Shalom is telling Moshe Rabbeinu to ultimately, you're telling Pari what to do, right? You're talking to Pari, get to tell him that to let Kali Yisrael out, but don't talk to Pari. Talk to Yidin, and from Yidin, you'll communicate to Pari. Pirish Zesh, this message of redemption that you want to say to Kali Yisrael, he had to that's the Pari. That's how you commanded to Pari. Even though they're only talking to Yidin, but by telling Yidin that this is what Pari should do, and that's called talking to Parai, and that's how you're sort of controlling Parai and telling him and commanding him without actually interacting with him. So both these, both these pieces are around, again, obviously boiling down to the sim, similar idea, which is that Moshe and Aaron don't communicate to Parai, they communicate to Yidin. The Mela Parai is affected by that, either in the second piece, he just like overhears the conversation, or in the first piece, where Moshe and Aaron are, are telling Parai what to do, but not directly to his face, to Yidin. That's the, the idea that the Nehemiah is talking about, but just a little bit of a, just to, to bring a little bit more 
um, I don't know, more down to earth or, or less down to earth, I'm not sure. But it's, it's a similar idea to something I, I, I talked about when we had a Hanukkah for Bangin. That Be'emes Be'emes, this is not just a, 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 an idea with Moshe versus Parah, because the, the contrast, obviously, with Moshe and Parah is like huge, right? Moshe's on one side of the universe and Parah's on the other. So that's, that's a huge contrast. But the truth is, every time that you have uh, a Yid and an Anju, anytime, that you, it, it's also an impossibility. Be'emes, Be'emes, what's happening is when you communicate, when you communicate to Ananju, you're talking to the part of yourself in the Ananju. You're talking to Anitzitz of Kedusha, the spark of divinity. And that's any time we interact with the world. A, a Jew interacting with the world, you're always interacting with Rabbanu Shalom. You're always interacting with Rabbanu Shalom. Just that Rabbanu Shalom is being covered over by the paris of the world. But you're always talking to Hashem. Everything you say is a tefillah. Every interaction you have is a holy interaction. Just, it's covered over with all sorts of stuff. That's why, by the way, just to um, just end up very quickly, it's well known, right? Everyone knows the story that when Moshe was a little baby, so he's on Pari's lap, and he takes the crown of a Pari's head, right? And so Pari thinks it's all very cute, but his advisors get all paranoid from this. Maybe he's the savior, you know, they don't know. So make a whole thing. We know a famous test, right? They put hot coals, burning hot fire, you know, red hot coals, and diamonds. And let's see which one the little baby uh, Moshe is attracted to. So we know that he was really attracted to the diamonds because you know, he was a uh, really barsechel, whatever. And the mouth comes, pushes his hand to the coals, puts it in his mouth, and that's why he has a hard time speaking, right? So Chazal say, when Chazal say that medrash, it's, it's a story in the medrash. Chazal say, and why was Moshe taking the crown off of Pari's head? Taka wasn't just like a baby playing. It was because he's destined to wear the crown to be the king of the Jewish people. It's He's not going to be the king of Mitzrayim. <laughs> I understand he's going to be a king. But he's not the king of, he's not the king of Mitzrayim. What's he, what, what, has, what does he have to do with the crown of Para? The answer is, what, do you, what does it mean to be a Para, the king of Mitzrayim? Any king is really just a spark of the Malchus of Hashem. When, Parai, when Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Para, like it's interesting, the Pasuk says also, when, this Pasuk that Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron and he commands them about Pari, Rashi says in this parsha that Moshe Rabbeinu was told by the Rabbanu Shalom, speak to Pari respectfully, because he is a king. Yeah, speak to him respectfully? First of all, what does it do with the point, of, like why is that part of the story of redemption? And why does he have to speak respectfully? Because Pari is a rush. The answer is, yeah, but the, the Malchus of Pari is not the Malchus of Pari. You're not talking to Pari, you're talking to the Rabbanu Shalom in Pari. You're talking to Moshe and Aaron in Pari. And the, the, pari, the king Pari is not the king, he's not a, a Gaisha king. Who cares about the Gaisha king? You're speaking to a reflection and a representation of what? Of the Malchus of Hashem in this world. And ultimately, when the Gula takes place, the Gula is not that Kalayish will leave Mitzrayim. The Gula is that they realize that the whole time they were not in Mitzrayim, the whole time they were in Tachas Yad Hashem, they were in, the hand, in Hashem's world. It looks like it was Pari's world. You think Pari was ever in charge? It was never Pari to begin with. That's what the Makkas show. It was never Pari, it was always the Rabbanish Leilam. That's what it means over here. Maish and I are never talking to Pari, and neither of us. We're also never talking to Pari. We're always talking to Yidin, and we're always talking to Rabbanish Leilam. It's covered over, it looks like Pari. So it looks like he's the king. He's not the king. The Rabbanish Leilam is the king. So when you speak to him, speak respectfully, because you're not talking to Pari. You're talking to the Rabbanish Leilam in Pari. You're talking to the Malchus of Kal Yisrael in Pari. That's the that's the avoided. No, Hashem should bless us by learning the Torah Tzaddik and trying to be Mechazik ourselves to be Makashir to these truths. Have a good day, good air Shabbos, and a lichtig Shabbos. We're flowing into that.